You're listening to the Known Legacy Podcast, brought to you by Known Legacy Ministries. For more info, go to www.knownlegacy.org or look for us on social media under Known Legacy. Now here's your hosts, Bill and Travis. Was that was that vanilla ice? Or it was, was under, pressure. under pressure. It was under pressure, which I didn't know existed before vanilla ice. Really? Yeah. I, I guess didn't. I didn't either. I thought, well, that's a new thing that Vanilla Ice is doing. It's yeah. like, or he ripped it off from. And then I, I didn't Queen. appreciate the mashup of the two artists that did Under Pressure until much later in life. Mm. You know, David yeah. Bowie and uh, yeah, um, the guy from Queen, Ziggy Stardust. Is that what is it? No, the guy from Queen. I know, but is it wasn't Dave Bowie like Ziggy Stardust? Oh yeah, or Z- yeah. Wow. I so hope there's no fans out there because they will absolutely be crucifying us right now on uh, social media. Yes, they will. Yes, so they will. Anyways, okay. music influences from when we were young. Yeah, a lot of influencers when I was a kid. I used to love it um, when I was really young. But, you know, when you're really young, your parents are the radio. Because at our time, we didn't have the YouTubes and the Spotify's to go and look at our stuff. We had our parents' radio. That was that was AM. And they influenced it. Exactly. Like, like they had complete control over the the radio, and every once in a while you might to be able to. But I mean, our our generation was the generation that was introduced to the Walkman. Yeah. Where we could all of a sudden personalize the music. Yeah. And now um, that is the standard operating procedure. Where, you know, I I can't influence what my kids listen to because they have their own headphones in. I know, and and, they and they're never so take small them off now. Anymore. I don't even see them. I don't even know they're wearing them until I'm have, halfway through a conversation, and my son goes, "Oh wait." He takes out his little AirPod or whatever, and I'm like, "Oh, you son of!" A- that was like in the movie Spaceballs when and she takes <laughs> off the two yes. the two things. Yes. That, Are you even listening to me? What? And so you're like, "That's exactly for those who are are older that remember that movie." I had a friend tell me about it. I've never watched the movie, but I had a great. friend whose cousin told me about it. Dude, that was a great drop, by the way. That was fantastic. That so, influence. That's what we want to talk about today. Is yeah. influencers? Influencers. And kind of. Th- this was prompted by uh, some news that came across Bill's phone today. So, why don't you share yeah, us about that? Yeah. So, one of my heroes, Ravi Zacharias. Uh, passed away today. You know, for, for those of us who may not know who that is, I do know who that is. But um, share with us kind of who he is, um, w- significance of his life, and how he influenced you. You know, when he was 17 years old, I think he was trying. He was an atheist trying to disprove the scriptures, and he became became a Christian. I, uh, in a simplified of a version as I could, he is he is, and I would like to call him a gentleman apologetist because um, if you if you look up videos of Ravi Zacharias there were always these videos people that were angry at him and he would find some way to um, have a conversation with them and you're like I want this guy to be my friend even those who <laughs> seemingly didn't didn't know Jesus so gentle he was and uh, and I got to see him live one time in New York and I was not there on my own volition my father wanted me to come there you know I was I was young in my faith I was actually struggling with my faith I was struggling in sin at this moment and got to listen to him and it began a turnaround for me of like, wow, this guy is amazing. And I like I want to to live that type of journey to where he can answer a question, but it didn't come from his brain. You could tell it came from his heart. Right. Like he really believed it. So he would say something that was logically made sense, uh, but also wasn't just like, yeah, well, well, here and according to this and that. It was like, well, let's take a step back. And you're like, and so he definitely had a major impact in my life as I move towards, towards ministry as, as a full-time, you know, occupation, yeah. uh, um, you know, amidst, amidst my life. And so, yeah, I would say he was definitely one of the major influences in my life. So that's what we want to talk about today. What are the major spiritual influences of your life yeah. as you were growing up? So like for me, 
Um, I never enjoyed reading growing up. I was dyslexic. I still am dyslexic. If you ever get an email from me, you'll understand why. Because even though I have wonderful programs that tell me how to spell words right, I always spell the right word at the wrong place. If that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. And so, anyways, I and still can't say the word. Th- I still can't do, do the <laughs> word there. Yeah, yeah. The I E R E I R. I'm in my 40s, and I still don't know. And you know, like uh, autocorrect is like a learning program. Yeah, and it has learned some weird things. So I'll try to type it. I'm like, where is that? I don't even know what that word is. Why is? Why are you putting that in there? But anyway, exactly. I digress. But I, I I can't remember who put it on on uh, my desk or whatever when I was growing up. But somehow I got introduced to Max Lucado. And uh, Max Licato became, for me, this huge influencer in my faith. Because I I came from the Lutheran Church. I still am a part of the Lutheran Church. And the Lutheran Church is a very um, heady approach to Christianity. It is very passionate about education. It's very passionate about knowledge. And the challenge with that is that sometimes you lose the humanity of Christ because you're so worried about the details and the nuances Mm. of what's going on in these stories. And so, you know, as a young kid and finally starting to understand the power of reading and starting to fall in love with reading, um, I came across Max Licato, Six Hours, One Friday. And I remember reading this, and it it was like, first off, the the largest book I'd ever read, ever, and by far the quickest book I ever read, because it was Mm. captivating this humanity that he was putting onto the story of Jesus. Because he wouldn't always just look straight at Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would look at the, the... secondary characters around Jesus and develop these wonderful backstories that are influencing these moments and these encounters with Jesus. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it just breathed life into this very kind of static two-dimensional person yeah. that I'd been preached to, you know, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Yeah. And so I read everything by him, you know, until he started to get into leadership stuff and it's still good stuff. I mean, he puts out, I think three books a year as wow, far as I wow, can wow. tell. Um, and it was always been good, but that for me was just like it, it changed something inside my soul. Yeah, it yeah, influenced yeah. me in the way that I approach scripture, the way that I approach preaching, the way that I imp- uh, approach all of it. Because I'm like, you know, the, this this character that's presented in the Bible is so two dimensional, but there's a whole nother aspect that a great communicator can bring forth to stir the heart not just engage the mind. And so for me, that was one of those major influencers for me growing up. You know, it's funny because for a long time I didn't, I, I, I had some influencers like that. Again, just like Robbie Zacharias. I remember hearing this, this quote a long time ago from one of my, one of my mentors. He said, you're going to be the same person a year from now except for the people you meet and the books that you read. And, and at this point, I would, even, I would even say the YouTube you know, videos that you watch. Because right. at that point, that I don't think YouTube existed when that phrase came out. But this idea of, of allowing the proper influence. You know, again, um, when I was younger, I used to be a youth pastor, and we would always talk about the analogy of garbage in, garbage out. Mm, yes. Did you ever use the analogy of... Um, with the, the brownie analogy, as I was affectionately call it. That it's a, like even like a little bit of garbage. A little bit of poo. Yeah. And the brownie yes. affects it all. Yes. And it taints it all. And so yes. be careful of allowing a little bit of poo into yeah. your brownie mix. Yeah. And I think I think that's what, you know, a lot of times even as guys, we, we forget that everything we do influences us even now. And we think, oh, we've got it together. Well, we may not think we have it together, but, but we kind of respond with this. 
I'm a husband, I'm a father, I've got to have it together, I've got to have my stuff. And so now we kind of let things slide sometimes. We spend more time watching TV than we do allowing positive things to influence, right. good or bad. And so, so I, think, I think today the big question is, is, is whatever influences us is going to influence our kids. Right. So we need to allow the proper influences to hit us first. So, so, so uh, love it. Um, going into practical direction, what are some of the lenses that we need to use to identify the good influencers versus the bad influencers? Because, uh, you know, yeah. the way that we would talk about is like there are some healthy things out there yeah. like fruit, vegetables for our body. Yeah. We know we should eat them. We know we should be influenced by them, but we don't always do that. And then there's some poison things. And those are easy to identify because we know that they've made us sick or we know that they've made our relationship sick. And so yeah. we kind of it's that that twinky section that I think we struggle with where it's not inherently bad. It's not going to kill us yeah, immediately. Yeah, one's not going to kill me. But right. But but we also realize that if our diet consists of only Twinkies, we will be affected by it yeah. and our ability to do what God's called us to do. And so, well, how do we identify the fruit and vegetable influences in our lives and begin to lean into them rather than allowing our lives to be filled with, I would affectionately say, sports radio is a yeah. Twinkie. Yeah. It's not necessarily bad. It's not necessarily good. But if that's all you're eating, you're not being influenced for good. Yeah, you know, I go, we always go back to one of our favorite verses, John 10.10, 10, that the enemy came to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus came to eat, we may have life and have it abundantly. Right. And so so life in this idea of, of what's causing us to be successful in our families, what's causing us to be successful in our relationship with the Lord, and how do we begin to have that filter? And I think it really comes down to what we believe is truth. We've always talked about this, and we'll keep going back to these three filters. But the first filter, either God's word is all true or, 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 or it's all not. You know, and, and there's so much of that. I was having a conversation this week with someone. Um, and we were talking about, they were trying to figure out you know, what's the next step in my life. What do I want to do? Do I want to take this job or not? And we right. said, you know, I remember hearing this phrase that that God created the world with one no, and the rest were yeses. Yeah. Like yeah. I want to go here. Okay, go there. I want to eat this. Okay, here. The only thing you can't do is eat from this tree, and the world still exists simply uh. with one no, which is sin. Right. Don't sin. God, I want to be the the leader of a Fortune 500 company. Okay. Don't. Sin. sin. Just right. like he said to the woman. Don't be evil. Caught, yeah, caught, caught in adultery. It's go and sin no more. So this idea of us walking in this to go, if, if my first filter is God's word, so that's my base filter, and then from there, what helps me solidify, to, to bring me back to God's word? Uh, what am I reading that's solidifying me back towards this being my truth? Right. And so, so finding books and finding uh, 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 speakers or people who influence you to m- continue to move in that direction. Whereas if you're always hearing something about believe in yourself or, you know, cause, cause th- that's the really thin line in, in our faith. Sometimes is this, is this, well, you just got to believe in yourself. And, <laughs> and quite frankly, if follow if, your dreams, exactly. Which, which again, we talk a lot about your dreams, but we're like, it, it's on the basis of God. I think you gave me this. So I'm right. going to walk with this in open hand and go, I believe you've given me this. So I'm going to let God's word continue to dictate this, but I'm also going to read things. Right that have others who have bowed their knee to you and are going to influence my decisions as I walk towards that. Right. And with technology the way it is today, there really is no excuse to not surround ourselves with a great cloud of witnesses, Hebrews would talk yes. about, of guys and gals who have wrestled with things, who have stories of their own life in God's redemption that we're not feeding our souls on a regular basis. It, obviously, 
Reading the Bible is fantastic. But having these secondary voices speak into our hearts and into our lives and into our kids' lives, yeah. I think is so valuable. Um, you know, you talked about earlier, uh, right now, media. Yeah. Uh, it's an great resource. Download. And, uh, you know, this is kind of a, a collection of these really great teachers of Scripture and and teachers of God and his word and some of the videos that they do, whether they be high production or low production, and just to have a chance to sit down with them and listen to them, even though you may not be in the city that they're in or be a part of their church, is so valuable. Not to mention the thousand of podcasts out there. Yeah. You know, to supplement. Like the Known Legacy podcast. And and as a pastor, I would encourage you. Yeah, it's a great one. And as a pastor, I would encourage you, you're not cheating on your pastor if you happen to, to listen to a, a really solid teacher like a Matt Chandler five days a week and then go worship at your church and listen to your pastor one Correct. day a week, you're not cheating on him. You are actually doing what God calls you to do, to sit at his feet and listen to the great cloud of witnesses and the different things that he is pouring out through them to influence you. You know, uh, so a, a litmus test for us is it is when you first wake up in the morning. If is you're like efficacious? And that's, that's a big word. That, that's really good. But this, lit, this litmus test of, of when you first wake up, if you're like, man, how do I know that God has got a hold of my heart is, is what's the first thing that you run to in the morning? Oh. You know, because a lot of times I'll find myself sometimes leaning over and grabbing my phone and immediately clicking on Facebook or yeah. immediately clicking on a news, a news app or, or, or even just like turning on the TV yeah. like immediately. And, yep. and, and we need to run first and foremost to the truth found in God's word, whether it's five minutes, whether it's an hour, whatever it is, but find something. There are great apps that, you know, there is the YouVersion um, app. It's another amazing app for your phone, YouVersion, and you can get on there. And there are plans from reading the entire Bible in a year to studies on hope, joy, peace, um, sin, you know, struggling with your sin. They're all over the place. And I would challenge you that if you want to know that you're being influenced by the truth of God's word is the first and foremost thing you do is get in it. Right. Even if it's for a minute when you wake up and there's a verse of the day to allow that to start to dictate the steps of your day immediately. Let that be the first thing. And that'll give you a litmus test of what's most important. If you're, if you're opening up, you know, uh, uh, the stock app right now, which is the, it's pretty crappy on, on, on iPhone, but, uh, but like, but, but if you're opening up the NASDAQ, you know, to see what's going, you'll know what's what's what, what's kind of influencing your heart. Right. And guys, we need men who step up to allow God to influence their steps. So, been watching the uh, series Last Dance. I don't know mm. if you're familiar with that at all. I am. It, I want to watch. I was. I want to watch it in entirety. I it, just need to sit it, down it, and do it. It really is well done, and I appreciate the fact that um, it, it has kind of some honest, hard, kind of jabs at Michael Jordan and kind of who he was. But the one yeah. thing that that it really celebrated is the fact that. Um, the influence in Jordan's life beyond anything else with this was his dad mm-hmm. and how his dad was always there. And his dad was always, uh, you know, at, in the pictures of the championship and were at all the games and just was continuing to be an influence in Michael Jordan's life until his tragic death. Right. Yeah. And, um, and it just it, it resonated with me. Like, like we as dads don't under, uh, don't, understand and often underestimate the influence we have just by being present in our kids' lives. Yes. And so the question is, what kind of influence are we being? Are we being men of 
character, integrity, of strength, but gentleness? Or are we being um, fly off the handle, get mad at everything, get upset with the referees because they made a bad call and it's affecting our, you know, w- wager that we put on whatever sport? And yeah. I, I think, you know, that's what we're trying to get to the heart of like, hey, guys, we are influencing our kids and our families. So let's make sure we're, we're cognitive and intentional with the things that are influencing us. Yeah, and if we want that those elements to influence our kids, there are some steps that we can take. And the first thing is when we wake up, what's the first thing? You know, you know, what is the first thing that we run to? And if it's not the truth of God's word, then we need to make those changes. Right. The second thing I would say is we need to do though. We need to allow those things to influence us. We need to show our kids that that, that influences us. Yeah. So so Let in them front of them, it. yes, in front of them, whether it's hey, you know what? They're they're not they're not up at seven o'clock in the morning. It's summertime, or they're not up at six o'clock in the morning. We understand you're not going to shake them up in the morning. Okay, here I'm <laughs> I'm going to sit on your bed and read the Bible, but right after dinner, or right right before dinner, even just the tangible act of opening up that that scripture that you read this morning and read it again. And let your kids ask, like, what are you doing, Dad? Like, let it be a visual reminder to them that you are being influenced by something greater than yourself. Yeah. That is how we begin to make those steps towards our kids seeing this is actually worth it. Right. So um, I do uh, my Bible study either outside or on the kitchen table. Mm-hmm. And there's often when I'm done, I just leave it out. Yeah. And, you know, one of my kids is like, oh, what you study today? And I'm like, oh, that's a, that's a very, it's an influence. Just because my Bible and my journal were left out, yeah, you know, and so they knew he did his Bible study, and that makes a difference. It makes an impact um, for the kids to see that. So I, I agree with you, man. So, you know, orienting your day over positive influences from the very beginning. Number two is um, letting your kids see it, yep. inviting them to be a part of it, you know. Um, it, yeah. And I would say number three is examining who your kids are influenced by right now. Yeah, that's a hard one. I mean, I know that, like, and if I'll you be honest. You have to go through the uh, search history of your kid's phone. Which and is, could maybe be even scary. go through the playlist yeah. of your kid's stuff. Because I remember that was the hardest conversation when I, I got the album Dead Milkman, Beals Above Okay. Okay. It, no. It's a punk band. It's, there's a handful of, of people that will know it. They he, they sang a Say punk the name again. Uh, Dead Milkman was the Dead name of the Milkman. band. Dead Milkman. Okay. As in no longer alive. Yep, dead milk. Milk, as in the luscious white substance you drink in the morning. And man, as in not woman. I don't drink the milk anymore because that totally bothers <laughs> the stomach anymore. But So dead milk, and they were great punk. They they had a song, uh, Punk Rock Girl, and they had a few other songs. Big Lizard in My Backyard. Loved them. So anyways. and uh, So obscure. <laughs> and awesome. I bought it, and I like hit it for my parents because the, the album was called Beelzebub. Mm. And it had this really fat redneck with a uh, tractor on the front. It was great. But it had Beelzebub on it. My my parents were somewhat conservative. And, and then when my dad found it, he goes, what's this? And, and listened to some of the music. And and he didn't condemn me. He didn't, like, make me trash it. He just asked the question, you know, you're listening to that. It's affecting you. Is that what you want to affect you? Yeah. And I think that's the, that's the other key for us as parents is to transition to – asking the questions to help our kids think through it yeah then to just like become the um the 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 gatekeeper of all things in our house because mm. that doesn't serve them well when they leave, move out of the house because yeah. if we've always been the gatekeeper my wife and i have some really interesting conversations about this because some of the movies i allow my kids to watch probably she would not want them to watch yeah. but i'm like I need to I need to be with them because they're going to see this movie and I need to help process through that and I need to have that conversation about influences. Yeah, what know? better person to watch those with them than you? Right. Who could say, "Man, that really isn't what would be on it. Like that would be the last thing you want to do." 
to this individual, whatever. Like, so you can journey through that. But I think that's it. And so, so the third one was, you know, uh, uh, having the question, but then, but then also helping your kids to think on their own right. about who influences them. So right. ask those questions. Like, is this making you more like Jesus? Is this making you a better individual? Are you becoming, you know, you know, are, are you more fulfilled when you watch this or are you less fulfilled? Are you happy? And if you don't know who Jesus is or, or what is making you more like Jesus, like what is more like Jesus? Yeah. Then maybe that's where you need to start and say, okay, we're going to find out who Jesus is, not who the let's go into the Gospels and let's read the Gospels mm-hmm. and see the attitude and the actions of Jesus as he interacted with people. And let's see how our lives reflect that and yeah. how our lives diminish that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think it's great. I think it's exactly what you need to do. And so walking through this with our kids is so important as we as we understand that we're being influenced every day by different things. Just like I said, when I opened that up today, my heart broke seeing that Ravi Zacharias passed away. And, and, and the battle of, wow, like he really did have a huge impact. And, you know, some of our kids may never see this until the day that we are, that they are standing over our grave. Right. And so, so this is a lifelong oh, that was a investment. Happy, happy thought. I know. But wow, you think that's about great. that. But you think about all the things that, that may influence them later on. And so, so you might go, I'm not seeing anything right now. Well, you may, you don't need to see the fruit. You need to, you need to plant the seeds right now as much as possible. Right. And there's a long period between the seed being shoved in the ground and nothing. And you're like, what's going on? <laughs> but all the while, True. these seeds are taking root, and you're allowing that to take root by you being consistent. So I would say the fifth thing is being consistent, being consistent in who you are. So you can't you can't get up one day and say, okay, I'm going to do this for one day. It's like it's like my, my buddy was telling me, like, Bill, it's like people who would think that, okay— I've, I've gained 47 pounds this last year. This isn't truly me. I didn't gain 47 pounds. It is Although COVID. sometimes it feels like it. <laughs> oh, yes. He said, you can't just go one day and work out really hard and expect to change. Because, in right. fact, you'll probably kill yourself. Right. And you're going to be burned out. He said, so this is a consistent thing every day. So allowing your first part of your day to influence, by, to be influenced by God alone. Right. Uh, to that, that little change right there. Yeah will change so much of your life you you won't even know like you won't even realize it a month in how much just starting off with God every day will absolutely change your attitude change your perspective and change your demeanor throughout the rest of the day it's yeah, amazing exactly and then then from there allowing that step to move forward by doing it in front of your kids yeah and then having the question what influences you like but you don't have to say kids what influence you like <laughs> hey what are you watching hey what are you reading oh you're not reading anything hey how you know what do you think of this or hey um because i mean let's be honest every kid watches tiktok which is poison in my mind i can't stand tiktok but like but they're so so here they are watching stuff well sit next to them and look at what they're watching before you immediately condemn just look at them and go huh that's interesting because they've already been watching and here's the deal if we start ripping them apart right now and tearing everything away they'll just go underground exactly they're not going to build that trust but then you from that point say okay man is this making you a better person? Right. Yes Have or the no? goal of conversation. Yeah. Have the goal of conversation, not yeah. condemnation. That's that's exactly the oh, goal of conversation. Oh, that was a good one. That should be on a shirt. The goal of conversation, not, not condemnation. condemnation. Man, that should be like when you open Facebook, that should be the first thing that pops up every single time because I think every post would be different if that was our goal. Conversation, not condemnation. Anyways, continue no, on. You're, and, and then from there, uh, allowing them to be influenced by the things that, that, that will give them life. So let them think on their own. Say, hey, is this making you more like the individual you want to become? Is this making you more, more like Jesus? Are you- and so, so we have a chance to do, like to influence. Yes. And, and so the question is, are we being intentional with the influences in our own lives? And so that's yes, what sir. we really just want to encourage you to take some time today and just wrestle with, all right, summer's coming up. Yeah. It's a great opportunity to bring some new Perfect things, time. some different things into our lives. 
you know, family movie night's going to be happening. I don't know if anyone's traveling anywhere this year, so you're going to have a lot of time at your home. Um, you know, how do we bring in some um, good things into our lives? How do we bring in the conversation? Like, like one of the things I loved about youth ministry is having kids watch a movie and then having a discussion afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And bring that into your family and just ask questions and let them talk and discuss. And it's fantastic. I think the power of questions is huge as we talk about influences. I love it. I love it. And speaking of uh, things to do this summer, June 18th. There's still time to sign up. June 18th. It's going to be a good time. It is going to be fantastic. If you don't know what we're talking about, we are doing a known legacy date night here in Allen, Texas. And uh, it is going to be a fantastic time for you and your bride um, or girlfriend or boyfriend or husband, I guess. It could be yeah, any anybody of walking towards this relationship right. called marriage. And so, yeah, yeah, it's just going to be great. It's going to be fun. We have a a fantastic actor coming in that's going to make us laugh. And uh, we got some games planned to get us engaged with each other, laughing and and having a good time. And then hopefully have some TED Talk type nuggets of uh, relationships and love and grace and Jesus. Yeah, and we will will stick to COVID guidelines. We'll try to keep people down. You know, we'll limit how many people are already at each table. I know some people are concerned with that. But we'll limit that. We're still going to have dessert and coffee and things like that. And, we'll, and we're going to find the safest way possible to present those to you so that you're not feeling like there's all this cross-contamination. But we're going to have a safe, fun night that impacts you and your, and your spouse or your future spouse for who God wants you to become. So complete tangent here. I've always wondered, how does a word become a cuss word, like a bad word? And I think we're seeing how COVID will become a bad word yeah, in our I'm culture. Like that too. Eventually, it's going to become like a, a curse on someone. I'm going to COVID you. And that means, yeah. Yeah, so. like even like when you used to say, I want a corona. Yeah. And now it's just totally bad. Like <laughs> it's just wrong. My corona. No, that's not it. That's not it. Guys, thanks for listening. Check us out on Instagram at Known Legacy, Facebook, Known Legacy Ministries, or www.knownlegacy.org to listen or to get more information. Sign up for the date night. And uh, check us out. Uh, We're so grateful you guys joined us today. And you guys have a good day. God bless. Thanks for listening to By Dads for Dads on the Known Legacy podcast. Look for us on social media under Known Legacy or go to www.knownlegacy.org to stay connected. For booking or questions, email us at info at knownlegacy.org.